Hi. Ben Matlock. You can go in your dress or in your underwear, but you get out of here now. Soybean oil, cottonseed oil, palm oil, beef fat, lard, coconut. How long were you you knowing in the parked car? Oh, come on. Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor, come on. Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor. Who was that on the phone? Unlocking Matlock. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Welcome to Unlocking Matlock, the only in-depth deep dive analysis of the hit 1980s TV show Matlock starring Andy Griffith. I'm your host, Joe Vargo, and joining me is my co-host, Tony Grunwald. Hey, Joe, thanks for having me on tonight. (laughs) Hey, my pleasure. Uh, (laughs) So glad I could get you to join. I know it's sometimes dicey. Uh, schedules you know, don't always work out and this is work out we've been we've been wanting to do this for a while we've been yeah we have yeah this we finally made it happen i'm yeah. so glad it worked out uh-huh. i'm so glad uh, i want to thank everyone for listening tonight we have an amazing episode uh for you uh i hope you guys like to rock and roll or should i say Matt Lock and Roll, because we've got, <laughs> we've got a musical extra, extravaganza for you tonight, uh, today in this episode, uh, The Angel. That's right. And I love music. I'm a music fan. I'm a music aficionado. Um, get me at any party when the, the people start talking about music, I'm in. You love to get in there and you like to talk about your favorite albums your favorite songs Mm -hmm. uh you get into track listings and producer credits yeah Uh, you really like to overwhelm people with your musical knowledge and i love it because i learned something other people sometimes oh i like to i like to browbeat people about their own tastes (laughs) and make them you know i want them to leave questioning oh i I really actually enjoyed that music but i guess i'm stupid for liking it (laughs) i guess i'm just a dumb idiot because i just got told that I'm wrong. And right. he presented a great case. He had mm-hmm. lots of facts. He got a little personal about it. And now I'm, I know I'm not right. And I should listen to his music. Th- that's what makes this episode really exciting is I get an opportunity to, you know, uh, bring out my talent uh, and that, which other than being the number one uh, Matlock expert, uh, Tony's the number two Matlock expert. So you've come to the perfect podcast uh, right. to, to yeah. hear about, Matlock. As Joe's a music master, but uh, I, you know, I consider myself to be a Wikipedia master sometimes. So mm-hmm. I've uh, gone ahead and uh, and written up the uh, plot synopsis for this week's uh, episode. Um, and if, if if it's okay, Joe, I'd like to, to read it. Uh, oh, of course, I will allow you the floor to do that. Um, I think you. you did such a great job. I did. I do. Let's let's not forget. I do still wear the proof reading hat in the family. So I made sure that there was no errors whatsoever <laughs> grammatical because we sometimes look, we, we get hammered online sometimes for the grammar just, mistakes that we make. Just beat. Just people beat are, on. people are mean They're online. So rude. They're so rude about punctuation mm-hmm. and spelling. Like it seems like the last thing people should be worried about, but it really they're really focused on when I, when we spell words wrong. Right. And when we write run on sentences and things like that. And so that's why, again, I'm so thankful to have 
you on the team to to take another look at me at, at it and be like, no, nah, this is wrong. You know, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> and then make me do it again. And Can I just, be honest? A lot yeah. of those comments about the grammar errors are me. <laughs> so it's you. You're, it's you who's commenting saying. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a mad at my. I'm mad at us because I'm I'm looking at it again and I'm realizing, oh, I should have sat with this one a little bit longer. But why don't you just why don't we just re-edit it? Why do you well, have to so I'll learn you... my lesson? We gotta we gotta learn it. We gotta stop doing this That's true. at some point. That's true. That's true. You're always right. You're always right. Um, but here, yeah, let's uh so here is the Wikipedia entry for uh today's episode. The angel. Uh, originally premiered uh, November 25th, 1986. After Charlene tells Matlock that she is already working for other people, he reluctantly represents the free-spirited popular rocker Margaret Angel Danello, a young lady who has been accused of killing her manager, Lou Pearson. Because of her alcohol-induced blackout, she is unable to present an alibi. That evening, Matlock gets very furious when Angel continues to ignore his orders at keeping her temper. Fortunately, she learns to take his advice to heart before she gets convicted of the murderer. So we've seen Matlock just kind of in the past. We've, he, you know, Matlock has dealt with cases involving the mafia. He's dealt with a lot of cases involving uh, upper class uh, lifestyles and living. Mm -hmm. uh, he's he's dealt with cases involving people, you know, judges and lawyers and, and crooked cops and things like that. This episode is interesting because we're, he's, he's kind of stepping into uh, the music industry. Uh, Matlock is mixing it up in the very popular Atlanta music scene. Now, it's not the Atlanta music scene that it lists, it exists today, which of course is is primarily hip hop focused. You know, that's there's a very you know big Southern uh, rap uh, uh, hip hop scene in Atlanta right now. That really didn't exist uh, back in 1986 when this episode uh, was made. Yeah, um, but I'd like to think that this episode certainly contributed to that. You know, like maybe some people sitting at home thinking, ah, oh, I could. I could, uh, you know, watching this episode of Matlock thinking, wait a minute, uh, we, we could have a music scene in Atlanta. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And like kind of like how, um, you know, media and pop culture that existed in the past, like Scarface became very popular in the hip hop scene. I like to think that like this episode of Matlock influenced hip hop culture. <laughs> uh, to get a to get us to get its beginnings they you know they, yeah. they saw it, what the music scene could be like and and wanted to partake in that if and you so, listen hard enough to the music you can hear it referenced right you have to listen right right, right, right. i believe all of stankonia by outcast is about matlock uh, yeah yeah i mean so so yeah matlock is is mixing it up with rock stars and musicians and club owners and you know so this is a very yeah. exciting episode and so tony this episode starts off uh i had to turn my tv down i was uh it, it started off rocking and rolling right away it caught me off guard um i was holding my big mug of hot tea you know i i like to settle in sometimes at night with the episode of my luck. in a big and, mug 
have my three cats on my lap and my big mug of hot tea and my electric socks on. It sounds like the life. I and love it. And my TV just started blaring. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I had the, you know, the remote was somewhere under my robe. Um, I have a big robe and I, I could not find it. And it was, I spilled my tea on myself and my <sighs> cats jumped up and it was a bit of a mess. But wow, what a, what a, a raucous beginning to this episode. Absolutely. It gets rocking and rolling right away. We open our episode in a club at a rehearsal uh, for Angel, who is a up and coming, very popular uh, pop star, yeah. pop artist, mega pop star, mega artist. Pop, big time, big yep. time, big time. So hit song, she, hit song, party girl, party so, girl. And I think we have some audio from party girl. Yes, yes. Uh, I would say to the listener, make sure you turn your. Pull. volume down and put your tea on your bedside table put your tea on the bedside table if you're driving pull off to the side of the road put it mm-hmm. in park and uh and and steady yourself here we go wow it's so it's so great yeah oh, it's so yeah. great i mean you hate to get into uh generations and things like that but like modern pop music joe i mean it just doesn't sound like this anymore you know like no, this it's is unrecognizable it really is it really is and like this music that that angel sings it's fun it sets a scene it makes me forget about all my problems and yeah. about ronald reagan <laughs> and about all the poverty and i'm just having a great time and i kind of just want to party I don't know about you, but this song makes me want to party. Modern pop music does not make me want to party. No, even when they mention party. It's fake. They're fake. Yeah. They don't go to parties. Kids don't go to parties today. No, Taylor parties Swift, are out. Taylor Swift has never been to a party. She hates parties. Yeah, it's all over her records. Um, I certainly hope that they put out a soundtrack to this episode of Angels, <laughs> of Angels' work. Um, and I hope it crossed over. Sometimes that happens, you know. I heard uh, rumors, and I, this is part of the Matlock rumor mill, right? Uh, right. The forums, I, the forums, the forums. I I run, um, but uh, I heard that uh, uh, when they did this episode, uh, the act, the actor who played Angel to to get inside the head, recorded an entire album. Wow. Uh, so it's out there. It's out somewhere. there somewhere. Oh, I wish. I mean, we know a lot of collectors in, I mean, being collectors ourselves, uh, we know a lot of people in the, in the scene, so to speak. So uh, I'm sure there's already people out there looking for it, but we should really, uh, we should really try to track that down. But yes, Angel is uh, rocking out. She is rehearsing for a big benefit that's being held at the club tonight. Uh, the, uh, the banner behind the stage says rock aid for Atlanta. That's um, right. Very, but not specific at yep. all. Just and uh, aid in general. Yeah. And, uh, you know, typical rehearsal uh, singer walks off saying, hey, turn up my mic. Uh, you're a little off right. tempo on the drums. Right. Uh, and right. then she's immediately accosted by her manager in a very physical way. Right. Um, which that is a bad, that's a sign of a bad working relationship. Bad right working relationship. Yeah. He wants her to do the press, get mix it up yep. with the interviews, get that. Yep. She doesn't want to. She wants to party. She's a rock yeah. star. That's what Angel is about. That's probably why she got into it, honestly. 
is, is to get, is to live that lifestyle. So when her manager Lou is like shaking her saying, you got to do the press. And she's like, no, get away from me. Yeah. You don't own me. I can do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. so she just takes off to go party. Um, they do appear to be rehearsing in the afternoon. So she is going to start partying very early in the afternoon, which just shows to me her dedication as an artist to just get blackout drunk immediately yes. at two 30 in the afternoon. Yes. Right. That's, that's why what, that, waste time. No, you know, no, let's exactly. get to it. She wakes up the next day in a mansion mm-hmm. on the stairs, on the you stairs. Know, obviously a rough night. Yeah. Uh, it's not fun sleeping on stairs. It's no. not fun sleeping on stairs. You can't really get comfortable. Anytime you think you are steady on one step, you usually end up slipping a little bit. Yeah. And you know a lot about this, Tony, because you've been in a lot of roommate situations where, right. you know, mm-hmm. Craigslist. Yep. In yep. with somebody and they're like, okay, it, here's your room. Right. And it's the flight of stairs. Exactly. They said they had a room and I get there and it's just, it's just a very narrow uh, wood paneled flight of stairs. And what am I going to do? I need a place to stay. So, you know, I just throw the old sleeping, the, the old sleeping bag down, uh-huh. <laughs> zip, zip it all the way up to my right. neck. Get I mean, you, yeah, you used to have me over and we <laughs> to my, know, my room, right. Watch Matlock there and. It was just steps. My neck would just hurt. You know, I'm sitting there sideways, almost, yeah. you know, falling mm-hmm. down the stairs. It was. Yeah, I got good at it after about the second or third time mm-hmm. I fell for it. But afterwards, I have I realized if you're going to Craigslist room, you have to ask uh, <laughs> if it's an actual room <laughs> and not just steps. Um, so, yeah, she wakes up from a blackout drunk uh, on the steps um, in a mansion, strange mansion. Mm-hmm. She doesn't immediately recognize it. Um, and so she wakes up a little groggy, obviously, after you've been partying all night and starts wandering around and yeah, it's, <gasps> so it's, oh, it's Lou's place. So it's my it's manager's place. place. Right. Where's, where's Lou? Yeah. Oh, he's dead on the floor. He's, dead he's been floor. murdered. Yikes. Yeah. I don't remember this happening because I was partying so hard. So yeah. Black she does drunk. right. Yeah. Dead Lou's dead on the floor. We got the, you know, TV red blood spot on his shirt. So something has happened in that area. Um, and so she does the right thing and she calls the cops, but then she leaves. And yeah, so she leaves. She can't handle it. She does like a half responsible thing. So right, right. Uh, she takes off, goes back to the club, cops mm-hmm. track her down there and arrest her for the murder because she's the most likely suspect. So then we cut to Matlock's office, our hero, and uh he's going about his day, and then Charlene busts in the room and is like, she seems kind of like Charlene usually keeps her cool for the most part. Like she's mm-hmm. a pretty down earth lady cool customer, cool customer. Nothing really shakes Charlene. I mean, this is a woman who stood up to mob bosses and to murderers. <laughs> dated she, one. Yeah, she dated one. Uh, and she does not, she does not, uh, you know, falter easily. Uh, something's got her a little like, Ooh, dad, Ooh, my goodness. Like she seems a little flustered. She comes in and says, dad, we gotta, we gotta, we got to take this case. We have to take this case. And he's like, what are you talking about? Um, she's like, it's high profile means lots of money. This would be, this would be a great opportunity um, because apparently Matlock is still struggling <laughs> at this time in the yeah. show. Um, but um, she says, dad, we have to take this case. It's VIP. It'll be very good. Lots of money uh, in walks angel. Now I don't know about you, Joe, but when I meet a lawyer who's going to be defending me, on a murder charge, um, I'm going to maybe be polite, uh, do what he tells me, um, not be rude, and not make fun of him. But 
that's all that this angel character seems to be doing is uh, <laughs> she walks in and she mocks his office and what he's wearing. So what we're watching right now, and it happens all the time. When I talk to uh, people I know in law, they tell me this happens all the time. You have worlds clashing of this is the law and this is party. Right. And you get these, you know, the party world is clashing with the law world and it's not a good mix. It's no. never going to be a good mix. Right. No, no because there's no. so many rules in law. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, can you, can you name one rule in partying, Tony? No, there's no rules in partying. No rules. That is, that's the rule. I think that's the rule. The that one rule the is the only no rule. rule. Yeah. It's the only the, rule. If there's one rule in law, it's, there's going to be a, a lot of rules. Yeah. Law, one rule, a lot of rules. Partying, one rule, no rules. No rules. So you got the classic. I mean, this is a classic, you know, tale as old as time. Greek storytelling, mm. Greek myth, partying versus law, <laughs> butting heads. Yeah, this is a Joseph Campbell sort exactly. of um, this is the hero's circle. journey we're, we're exactly. on here with Matlock. Exactly. So we've got partying versus law. She's all about partying. He's all about law. Can they make it work? Um, so Matlock is really going to have to clench his teeth and he's got a tough, he's got a tough customer on his hand. And again, not in the way that we're used to in that they're cagey or they're dangerous. Mm -hmm. They just want, Angel just wants to party. <laughs> like he just got Matlock does not really approve of no. this behavior either. No. No. Um, first of all, we should mention uh, Angel may not be dressed to the standards of someone who is Matlock's age and, yes, you know, uh, type. You know what I mean? She is dressing a little more provocatively. Like um, a Cindy Lauper. Exactly. A Cindy Lauper or your classic um, Madonna before she went to England. You know what I mean? Like the pre, I would say pre Dick Tracy madonna <laughs> um, uh, your material girl type madonna yeah like a virgin madonna like that style you know that's how she's dressing well that's to matlock that's that's yeah risque to say right. the least so not really approving of how she dresses not really approving of how she's behaving with all the partying and so he's a little nervous that this is not going to go well and she's not taking this serious at all like all she wants to all, all she talks about is partying. And so he can't get her focused on anything but the partying. Mm -hmm. And so he says to Charlene, we got to keep an eye on her because she's going to go out and party if we don't do, yeah. if we don't do something. <laughs> and we need her to stay focused and stay hidden. And we need to focus on the case. And she's, and Charlene's like, dad, I can't do it. I got something to do tonight. I can't watch. I can't mm -hmm. babysit the party girl. So Matt likes fine. I'll do it. Uh, so got, ladies and gentlemen, we get maybe one of the greatest scenes in Matlock history. We get a scene of Matlock going clubbing. Yeah. For those of you who have not seen this episode, just, just pitch this sit and sit with that is that <laughs> Matlock out on the town hitting the most fashionable club in Atlanta. Yeah. He is, uh, by far, you know, one of the older people in the club it's a lot of young people there right. um, a lot of neon right. lights loud yep. music yeah yep. big gathering big hairdos mm -hmm. um, and this is again this is atlanta so it's not like studio 54 where like truman capote would be there 
right and, be, and so there'd be like another old person yeah. for matlock to talk to right there's no leather booth for him right. to retreat to <laughs> exactly um, and sit with andy warhol yeah and talk and talk about uh toaster ovens or something uh-huh. and 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 so there's no other old people at this bar and cl- or club it's just young uh, uh, young young kids hanging out, yeah. having a great moving time. their bodies and dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, so he is he is out of his element. He's out of his element, and he's surrounded not only by young kids at a club. You know, it's hard to hear because everybody's screaming over right. the loud music. So he's surrounded by all these people, but he's also surrounded by people in the industry, other rock mm-hmm. stars. So we get to meet. Uh, other people who are huge in the music scene at the moment. We get to meet uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of Sonny Hutton. And he's like, he used to be huge, but apparently his last album was not selling that well. And so Matlock is mixing it up with him. Guess what? Sonny Hutton shared a manager with Angel. That manager, Lou, where's that guy? Dead. So Matlock mm. is very interested in the Sonny Hutton mm. character, mm. who seems very jaded and angry that his album was not selling as much. And so Matlock's kind of got his eye on him while he's trying to keep an eye on Angel, who's partying. And then there's this other character that comes up who's also in the music scene. Uh, and this guy is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah there's there's a lot going on uh his his name is danny blaster danny blaster (laughs) and uh he shows up he is wearing uh well first i I think we should try to maybe describe his hair yeah that would be good that would be good it's Um, like so yeah so i think we're we start it starts with like a mel gibson lethal weapon yes uh hair i think that's the beginning Mm mm-hmm so a lot of people are you thinking like, wow, that hair is iconic and crazy. Right. Uh, that's just a start. Right. That's, that's the first draft. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get kind of a Carl Montalban sort of <laughs> like gray wings yes. going on. Yes. Okay. You add, yeah. you throw in some of that, that or in, like right? a Bride of Frankenstein mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of like gray. He's got gray wings right. um, in this, in this do. Right. And then uh, coming down the center, um, there, there is uh, kind of a reverse alfalfa curl yes. yeah. coming down the middle of his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's fantastic hair. It's amazing. It's amazing hair. And I suppose if this was 86 still, like this might be like the most popular, this is like the popular hairstyle. But I even think that back then, like this was iconic. Like Danny Blaster was not only known for his music, but I feel like Danny Blaster was known for his hair and not like in a funny, jokey way, like the flock of seagulls guy. You know what I mean? Like people, people took this hair serious. Like this was serious along with his music being art. His hair Mm -hmm. was also art. And so, um, I will have to make sure that you guys should probably hop over to the Instagram page, the unlocking Matlock at, at unlocking Matlock. And we will make sure that there are uh, as many pictures of Danny blaster as we can uh, put up on there. Um, As many as Instagram will allow. Well, I don't know if there's a limit. I don't know if there's a limit. I can't really afford to get the account suspended again. Um, But uh, I don't know if there's a strikes system or not, but we already got suspended for doing the, four hour uh 
Instagram live session where we just showed people all the things we had in our apartment. But well, you kept bringing up the insurrection, and that was big, sorry big part of the problem. You got me. You got me. Don't get me started on the politics. <laughs> but yes, so hop over to the Instagram page to see Danny Blaster's hair along with his amazing outfits, which hmm. I don't know if shiny is even a proper descriptive term for what he's wearing. Right. They are beyond reflectiveness. Like (laughs) that is not of this world. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I feel like his, the material of his clothes (laughs) were, were sent to us from a dying planet. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, this was what they could preserve and send in the rocket to us. Yeah. It's like, we found it and mm -hmm. we gave it to Danny blaster. And he formed this beautiful, uh, uh, you know, length, full length coat, you know, that is so shiny and just so it looks like he's wearing tin foil, but shinier than tin foil. Right. Um, it is outstanding, outstanding. Um, Danny, I mean, that's how you get noticed in the club. I mean, that's, that's that's a big part of when I, when I used to go clubbing, Mm. you know, these are kind of my younger days. Uh, I was a bit of a club kid. (laughs) <laughs> um they used to be up there in the cages dancing right um, right but uh you know it's all about being seen you know right, so i would right. sometimes go to the club dressed like a cockatoo <laughs> <laughs> so you're dressed as a cockatoo while you're in the cages <laughs> yeah um that's and, great yeah there'd be like bird seed up there and are you sure? Are you sure this was not like a pet store or something? <laughs> Did people try to buy you? No, I was at the club. Um, I I am jealous of your club days because I was never. I was always the guy in the line outside. I could never get in. Ooh. Um, you gotta know always, people. Yeah, I had. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know you at the time, so like I couldn't mm-hmm. get in to your bird shows, and <laughs> I, uh, I didn't know anybody. And then, if I'm being honest, Joe, I know I'm hard on myself about this, but like I didn't really dress to impress back then. I didn't dress like Danny Blaster, mm-hmm. that's for sure. I usually, um, I wanted to meet a nice girl, so I dressed in a nice. I had a nice uh, uh, vest that I would wear. A sweater vest, yeah. Sweater vest, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, part my hair, hard part. Mm. and then right just as 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 parted over as i could get it um and so i I got turned away if i could get up to the door because i was always late too so i was always at the back of the line (laughs) and then by the time i got to the front the club was either closing or they would see me and be like usually had a bouquet of flowers with you too waiting to meet a nice girl and so i wanted to (laughs) to grab something to give to her um in case i met somebody to have a date with i wanted to to do a date at the club and so i would go to the club to do dates and so um i'd show up with a bouquet (laughs) usually usually, um uh dressed up and usually ask if i could go home and meet their parents (laughs) like and so um i could never get in i could never get in but like i feel like i was part of the scene because i could hear the music from outside so Mm -hmm. uh oh yeah it's just great. It's just. It was I mean, great. honestly, when I was when I was just cutting in line and you know, going right to the front, saying like, "Oh, what's it like?" And you know, what's, you know, okay, bye. You know, I always thought like, 
oh, those people out there, like, thank you for creating that long line. Right. I could feel important. Right. Like if I didn't have that line to cut, Mm -hmm. what would be the point? You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then when we did finally meet, like the club scene was kind of at the tail end. So we didn't really go Mm -hmm. clubbing, but you and I were getting in on that rising, that swingers. Uh, craze that was coming where we would dress up uh like the, the guys from the movie swingers uh-huh. and go to swing bars and listen to the the cherry poppin daddies mm-hmm. and do swing dancing and call each other money we'd say you're so i'd say joe you're so money yeah and we'd say, no a, no babe you're money <laughs> exactly. babe, baby money again yeah um, we play uh we play hockey we uh play video ho- games yep we just would yep we would talk about our acting careers and how we, we weren't going anywhere um so we did the swinger thing not then the other way but the the, the movie no. for a little bit no no uh for a little <laughs> but um so yeah so matlock's in the club he's meeting he's meeting all these rock stars he's meeting uh Sonny Hutton, who's upset about his career. He's meeting Danny Blaster, who's at the top of his game, killing it, fashion, music. He's got his entourage around him. Sonny, you know, uh, Danny yeah. Blaster has a huge crew. Big, beefy big, man. Big, beefy dudes, like ready to just, you know, throw yeah. down. At moto any- man. They're all, they have motorcycles or moto Motorci- Yeah, motorcycles. <laughs> um, <laughs> these uh, these guys are ready to go. So, uh, again, Matlock is completely out of his element. Um and hanging out in the club right i mean that's that's the thing i mean you know for him to be a man of the people and to represent atlanta and to represent the people of atlanta it's important for him to understand what's happening behind these closed doors especially you know the way that he treated angel with how she was dressed i mean this has got to be an eye-opening experience of you know this is what the the young people are doing that's what that's right that's right and he happens to run into somebody at the club, hmm. which is, that's unusual. <laughs> I don't know anybody here that's, right. you know, most people I know are older. Right. Charlene. Charlene's, Char- at, the Charlene's club. at the club. I can't believe it. Charlene, what are you doing at the club? I think we're so accustomed to her just being in Matlock's presence all the time. Yeah. Like This idea that Charlene has this life outside the club. Hmm. I mean, we don't. We don't. I, I'm ashamed that I don't think of Charlene more often. But the fact of the matter is, she wants to go out and party too. Maybe not party as hard as Angel. No, she has a full time job. Exactly. She's not. Right. She's not. A Her job is not to party. Right. Angel's job is to party. Charlene's yeah. job is to be a lawyer who does a little partying on the weekends. Yeah, work hard, play hard. Exactly. That's what you always say, Joe. You always say, work hard, play hard. I do say it all the time. <laughs> and so uh see Charlene is like, what are you doing here? And Charlene says, Well, I'm here with the I'm here with a guy. Like we're here hanging out. Mm-hmm. And Matt Locke's just like, okay, you know, like he just does not get the young people, he does not get what the young people are into. And so, like I say, this is a really cla- this is a big clash of worlds, you know, worlds you know, that for him and culture, culture shock, you know. So um I think it's good though. In a great episode of Matlock always has this kind of conflict because otherwise Matlock would just steamroll over all these people because he's such a good right. lawyer and he would right. just get right to it. But we got to throw this kind of conflict in there. And like I say, introduce him to new things. So he's at the club. He's meeting Danny Blaster. He's meeting Sonny Hutton. Danny Blaster and his entourage kind of harass him a little bit. Um, they do. Yeah. Danny is, doesn't really want to answer questions. Uh, yeah. So. Again, these rock stars are not, do not like questions about what's going on in their life or where they were the night of the murder. You know, that's mm-hmm. not the kind of things they're into. 
And so, and, and that's why Matlock is there. Matlock's there to get information out of people. Right. He gets it out of Sonny. He gets it out of Danny. And then he right. says, all right, Angel. Yeah. It's time to go home. And she yeah. says, no, 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 no. I'm staying here. Right. I party girl. Right. I party girl. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. we party. Yeah. We, I'm not leaving. Yeah. And he say, no, no, no. I lawyer your man. Uh, and you on trial for murder. Um, and she's not, she's not convinced. She thinks, no, no, I, I still should be able to party all night. What difference does it make? She's not taking this seriously no. at all, which is, which is sad. And it's almost like, do you think though, Joe, it's because she's in her bubble, like her, her, her famous person bubble mm. where like, she doesn't understand things like consequences and like, what do you mean? I'm accused of murder anyways. So Matlock does, uh, gets her out of there. Um, and he takes her to the jail cell. Yeah. Uh, being a lawyer, he has access to the jail cells. He can yeah. go just go in anytime because he has to talk to clients and stuff like that. Well, he takes Angel, who's probably still got a head full of booze and who knows what mm -hmm. other illegal substances that we probably shouldn't even, I don't even think we can talk about it on. The no, podcast. we don't want to get the drug rating on this. <laughs> I cannot get drug rated again. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes uh, a probably heavily inebriated uh angel to the jail cell and you know he's he's like go ahead why don't you go ahead and get in the, the so he locks her up he shuts the door and he's like well i'll see you in the morning and he just leaves yeah what he's trying to do is scare her by mm -hmm. like this is what it's like is he's scared scared straight yes yes you went through that program didn't you i did yeah um i actually it was a mistake um because i wasn't actually a uh juvenile or anything uh um i actually went through it as a grown man um i you know tony you know my problem has always been that uh i still just always look like i'm 13 years old it's, um yes, yes. So I, I got confused uh for for being a uh kind of older or a younger bully kid right um and i got put into the scared straight program as a fully grown adult as <laughs> a fully grown adult i mean mm -hmm. it really messed with you too because they were very hard there i don't know if you guys have ever seen uh the scared straight program but it's a lot of like authority figures cops uh guards sometimes prisoners themselves who are you know really screaming at young juveniles and trying to like scare them straight scare them out of being delinquents mm -hmm. joe had to go through this program as a, a full-grown man um <laughs> who knew all of these things mm. you were just very confused like, well i just I, kept interrupting and saying i'm I'm straight i <laughs> i i i'm not i'm i haven't been in trouble i i right. i agree i agree um and they would almost get madder at me about for <laughs> that get more angry for I, the interruptions yeah, yeah i would try to explain you know i think there's been some kind of mix-up i'm a 30 year old man uh there's been a huge misunderstanding and they'd be um, like, they'd be like, what are you talking about, punk? Right. You're clearly a 13-year-old kid. But I did, yeah, exactly. Um, didn't help that I was dressed like one either. Uh, I told you about day. that. Yeah. I told you about that. Um, but grown men get... do not wear to, need to wear shirts that advertise <laughs> Hot Wheels on them. It's just, you know, it's it's not about what's on the shirt for me. It's the fit, you know. The fit. I know it's it's you can't neck, help it. it's that neckline. But yep. I did, you know, from the whole thing, I, I did get a lot of ideas of how to audition, you know? Yeah, so I've been using yeah. that in a lot of my monologues. Oh, great. That's great. How's um, that going? 
I mean, it's getting a lot of reactions for sure. Imagine. A lot of reactions. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, you know who else gets a big reaction is Angel when she's in the jail cell. She's mm. she's freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, One no. because you know what's not in the jail cell, a party. So there's no party. So yeah. no party. So she's not in her element. So she's kind of where's the party? What's going on? Why am I not partying? I'm not partying. Matlock, I'm not partying. And then so she's starting to freak out and kind of the gravity of the situation is starting to maybe start to break through her, you know, party shield. And so she's starting to realize now I I might be in trouble unless I listen to this old dude. And of course, Matlock, who is not a monster, he's not going to leave her in the jail. So he comes back and he lets yeah. her out and kind of wags his finger and says, you know, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't take this more seriously. And then he throws a little of his, you know, old man Matlock at her and says, mm -hmm. you need to behave better and dress, you know, more conservatively. Um, and so she's like, whatever, dude. Um, but that's just Matlock. And, you know, if this is his game, if yeah. lawyering is like his party. And so, oh, whoa. yeah, so he's he's she's like at if lawyering was a party hmm. she's attending his party but so, i would say that like partying is her uh profession that she went to 10 years of school school right. for <laughs> so she's just as experienced turn, as partying yeah, yeah. it's and a, then he is as a lawyering wow um, this, is, this is such a heavy episode. And there, okay, so is you know is uh, Angel gonna turn around and 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 you know have better behavior and help Matlock win this case for for her? Um, we'll, we'll find that out and more. But first, we need to take a break and hear from our sponsor. I'm getting excited, Joe. I'm getting excited for for the Fan Fest cruise. Are you getting excited? I've been so excited. I haven't been sleeping at all at all i can tell you look terrible <laughs> well i uh i have been getting lots of sleep because i've been working so hard to try to uh add some more uh great experiences to the fan fest cruise uh for everyone um try to great give a great experience to everyone um and you know what i was thinking we may right now you know joe we're, we're calling it the unlocking matlock fan fest cruise 2021 but we may have to start calling it the love boat because it's full speed ahead for romance. Uh, guys, I can tell that the dating scene right now is a total mess. And Joe, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the bar scene is, I mean, that's can become, can be expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, bars are usually gross. You're mm -hmm. not going to meet a lot of quality uh, people in that bar. Right. Um, I don't know yeah. about the, the app How thing. Much yeah, yeah, how much money are you going to be dropping on appetizers? Exactly. I mean, cheese sticks cost a lot of money. So uh, you can't be buying cheese sticks for every stranger you meet, you know. <laughs> so that can get expensive. Uh, the other thing people do now is, is all the dating apps. There's so many dating apps right now. You swipe left, you swipe right, you know. You power your phone off. You give your phone to somebody else. Like, I don't understand all the apps. That can get confusing. Uh, and then the arrangements and the suggestions you get from family members and your parents. Like, oh, you should talk to Cindy or you should call my my doctor's friend, Ted. Like, and trying to set up setups from family members and friends. That can get messy because there could be hurt feelings or mm. things like that. So we here at Unlocking Matlock, Joe and I, uh, we decided a fun spin to put on the cruise would be 
to maybe throw in something for the singles, uh, something for people who are looking to meet somebody else, uh, someone to meet that special someone. So Joe and I have decided to turn, uh, we, we decided to put the ship back in courtship and create mm. a, uh, a fun-filled experience for all the singles who are going to be joining us on the Unlocking Matlock FanFest Cruise 2021. Uh, Joe and I have been collaborating with the cruise ship staff uh, to create these magical little meat cutes uh, that, uh, that you could go on to find that special someone. We got lots of great stuff plans, planned. Uh, we got fun little mixers that we're going to do at all the ship's uh, hottest bars and clubs. Uh, go down to the to the the third deck to and hop on to to, to Chester's, and then you can we can hop over to the Iguana Club, and then we can Ooh. go over to Stevie Stevie Ray Vaughn's night uh, uh, <laughs> cruise ship uh, extravaganza. We can that hop over cooks. to all, yeah. that place is especially after midnight. That place gets hot. oh yeah yeah. Stevie's. So <laughs> Stevie's is great. So we can go to all those those places. Uh, and meet up, mix it up, have some fun. We've got a DJ. Uh, Joe's going to be DJing. He's going to bring all his records. He's going to bring a, a selection of his records um, to come on the ship and, and, and spin for us. Uh, Joe's a great spinner. I don't know if you've ever heard his DJ mixtapes. I suggest everybody seek those out. Thank you. Uh, but uh, we're going to have fun little mixers at all the clubs, uh, the ship's uh, bars and clubs. Uh, Joe and I have developed our very we should patent this show our very own version of speed dating um where normally speed dating is what like two or five minutes something at the most well yeah i'm not usually able to make it that long but yeah that's what i'm saying so we have 10 second speed dating yeah where you have to talk to somebody and you have 10 seconds to make a connection to that person mm -hmm. or they're done like let's right. not we're not wasting time here no, no no like 10 seconds if you can't tell me who you are as a person and will you be a suitable mate for life in 10 yeah. seconds i don't want nothing to do with what's you. your elevator pitch exactly exactly sell it to me sell me sell me yeah. this pen so yeah. they so 10 second speed dating uh that's going to be really good for everybody um you know what's a fun thing to do is to take like a class together you know have do a little fun little shared experience so uh we have uh, the cruise ship offers dance lessons there's fun little art classes you could do uh joe and i will be putting on an improv class um that you can take and then of course there's the super romantic microsoft excel tutorials that you could sit in mm -hmm. on and and take uh those are a blast yeah and just a fun let's just a fun it, guys way. yeah we all want to up our game when it comes to microsoft uh you know tools yeah we're all I wanna... sitting there look at looking at those uh on our uh on our desktop thing and dang it i wish i, I was wish a I knew how to... better at these i could right. put together that uh thing for my uh for my grandma absolutely uh but you can't exactly you're sitting there you're staring at that little e at the bottom of your on your screen you're like what's this e do well that makes spreadsheets so mm. Let, why don't you take this class? You'll learn how to make spreadsheets. We'll talk about cells. We'll talk about exp expanding the cells, adding cells, taking them away. Uh, and gonna, colors. And, and colors. So, but why don't you take that with somebody? That's a fun way to learn. There's nothing better to get to know somebody than to sit with somebody and learn graphing software. So um, that'll be something we'll be able to offer to everybody. Uh, I think we should do some, uh, we've got some romantic excursions planned. Uh, beautiful tropical beaches, beautiful scenery, 
And then uh, Joe and I are real big fans of that uh, reality show, The Amazing Race, and like even like Bachelor in Paradise, where you where they do like 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 races and 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 tasks and challenges. So we think we're gonna take you and just a random person that you've met. We're gonna drop you into the uh, Cozumel jungles and give you like 12 hours to get back to the ship, and and give you nothing, no supplies, like just you and that person. And then if you're not back at the dock at X time, we're gone. We're leaving. Yeah. So that's a great way. Again, survival experiences, again, races, uh, uh, challenges, a great way to get to know somebody yep. and whether or not, know whether or not you're going to want to spend your life with this person. Yeah. Trust um, if us. They it can, works. If, if they can build a fire, can mm-hmm. they find water? You know, yep. these are important things to know about your partner. Um, uh, roasts, uh, bring your funny bone and maybe your thick skin to the uh, to cheesers on deck four <laughs> because we're after only a few days we're gonna let basically a couple of complete strangers make fun of your experience, makes fun of your appearance and judge your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, fun that's for right. everybody. We guarantee everybody. that the performer at cheesers will alienate themselves from everyone on the entire ship by the end of the cruise. Everybody loves a roast. Everybody right. loves a roast. And again, it, you know, is They'll this person take it I'm, too far? Exactly. <laughs> you're gonna get to judge. You're gonna get to see lines. Will lines get crossed? Is this person funny? Are they gonna go? You know, for the obvious thing. You know, can they be clever or are they just gonna be brutally mean? Mm-hmm. And so, that's gonna happen. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And you know, ladies, I I don't want to get your hopes up too much, but there is going to be some prime grade a hunk to choose from because uh we have partnered with the over 300 member strong bloomington normal dungeons and dragons players fellowship that's right over 300 of central illinois finest DD players and dungeon masters ready to sweep you off your feet uh you want to listen to sweet poetry well, how about a 35-year-old who collects swords explaining to you what Star Wars really means? Um, are you pining for soft romantic compliments? Uh, well, how does getting compared to someone's mother sound? Uh, uh, what else? We could, oh, oh, get ready to fall in love. Uh, learning about the complete history and continuity of the hit anime Dragon Ball Z. Uh, you could hit the beaches with somebody oh, wow. and go scuba diving with them, who and they will already be an expert because a lot of these guys carry inhalers in their pockets. And so they already know all about scuba diving because they carry mini scuba. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shorts. Tony, I mean, uh, come uh, on. Aren't, aren't the ladies supposed to stay on the boat? They're going to get saying. so wet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> these guys these guys are gonna, are great. These guys are great. Um, uh, if things start getting a little hot and heavy, ladies, watch out for that leaky ear medicine. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, this is going to be a treat. You guys, it's going to be like easy pickings, you know, for you. Uh, also, Joe and I, real quick, have saved the best for last. Um, this wasn't easy, but we booked a very special guest to keep the mood flowing the entire cruise. Uh, it's a very special singer-songwriter who croons the most romantic love songs of all time. So we're very happy to announce appearing on the Unlocking Matlock FanFest Cruise 2021 is multi-platinum and Grammy award-winning superstar Michael Buble's brother, mm-hmm. Kevin Buble. Yeah. 
he'll be yeah. playing all his brother's hits and all of his brother's cover songs. Well, he said uh, he was officially. He said he was going to try. He's going to try. Well, he's got his own unique spin on them. Uh, he's going to keep Kevin Bublé. We'll keep the passion and the fantasy going all cruise long with some of the hardest and most alarming techno music your brain can imagine. Um, he's an artist with this stuff, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's I've heard some of his stuff from what I could. From, I can't. Yeah. You can't listen to very much of it at one sitting, uh, but he's fantastic. It's a lot My, like the the Skrillic Skrillic kind of guy with, um, <laughs> you know, the kind of anger sounds. <laughs> right. The kind of yeah. It's very aggressive. It's mm-hmm. very aggressive techno, um, but there's something very primal about it. And isn't romance and love? very a very primal thing you know what i mean so it's you guys i i think you're gonna love it um he's charging us a lot of money so i really hope uh you guys enjoy it kevin buble is not cheap to get um Mm. so get your bags packed don't forget to bring your heart because this is going to be a romantic getaway you'll never forget and i'm telling you if you come home alone then there's (laughs) clearly something wrong with you so get 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 your tickets ready and get your tickets of now uh please everyone join us on the unlocking matlock fan fest cruise 2021 uh wow what a great offer from our sponsor um so many good deals so many great deals yeah really really bringing it and we're, we're happy to offer quality merchandise here on unlocking matlock that's only very the important finest. to us that's right only the finest only the finest so when we last left Matlock and Angel, he had given her kind of a talking to. He had tried to scare her by putting her in the jail cell. So now we're in court and it's the big day. And again, Angel really has to kind of behave if she's going to get out of trouble. And so the problem is, is that Angel is still not listening and she's still not taking this seriously. Um, she comes in the courtroom in I don't know what you want to call that outfit, Joe. Inappropriate courtroom right. dress, you know, certainly more equipped for a party. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Not the kind of parties that I'm invited to, but. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, you got to get out there. You got to get out there. It doesn't help if you just only talk to the same 10 people, Joe. I've told you this. Well, I, yeah, I just keep, you know, when are they going to throw a party? <laughs> um we can't throw parties all the time i told you that we can't i can't always be throwing parties so yeah but but angel did not learn her lesson uh from being in that jail cell um and the party lifestyle is just too strong right um lose the the victim's wife is on the stand yes um very sad very sad very sad very sad situation and she's being asked questions about angel she is um saying that angel was very argumentative and mean and they got mm-hmm. a lot of big fights and there's a lot yeah. of problems and yeah does she's not, not look good for angel no she's not painting a very good picture of angel and so matt likes like oh my goodness this is terrible we're gonna have to do lots of damage control and you know what's not helping his case is angel keeps like standing up and saying that's a lie and you're lying mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not, I don't do that. And Matt looks like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. You're, you're proving everything she's saying is right. And I mean, judges hate outbursts, Joe, you know that every time judges, if there's one thing that judges hate, it's 
when anybody makes a noise in their courtroom, mm-hmm. anyone talks when they're not supposed to talk. That they is don't where, like surprises. They don't like surprises. They don't like outbursts. There's a large umbrella of things that can fit under outbursts mm-hmm. and that can, it can be anything. A and fart. so, yeah, that's, that's definitely an outburst. That is definitely an outburst. So he's yelling at her. Matlock's yelling at her. She's just not getting it that this is not a party. You cannot yell and hoot and holler and carry mm-hmm. on at in any Senate situation. Like she right. hurt. She, this is not a party. But again, she just has her party eyes on. Like I party girl. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, and so she just doesn't know how to behave in any non-party situation. Right. And uh, yeah, just Matlock's not getting through. This seems like a tough case. He, he might not be able to, you know, get this one. She might be going to jail for the rest of her life. But anyways, we go back to Matlock's office and uh, uh, Matlock's playing the banjo. Uh, and Tyler is uh, discussing his pecans. I don't know if we've mentioned Tyler in this episode yet, but he is Matlock's private investigator. He's bought two tons of pecans Sounds great. I mean, it's a great way to make money. Tyler thinks if he, if I buy all these pecans, I can turn them right yeah. around and make a quick buck and, and sell them. Uh, he's a pretty big, easy thing to turn around. Pretty I mean, quick. pretty easy. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't, pecans are great. Everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. And so, but he's having trouble. He's having a hard time getting rid of, yeah. of the pecans. He, he has bought too many pecans. Mm-hmm. And so he's having a real rough time. He's actually hoping Angel will endorse them. Um, which is a thing that you don't see a lot anymore is uh, is rock stars endorsing uh, nut related <laughs> products. <laughs> um, um, I mean, Mr. Peanut, he may be a musician, mm. but I think he's more of just a peanut in a hat in a cane. I don't right. know. I, I mean, I don't know if that uh, necessarily counts, but uh, mm. so Tyler and Matt. Lock- well, there was there was a whole Johnny Cashew campaign. Very successful, very successful yeah. campaign. Uh, they should bring that back. They really should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I Matt like Lock, Matt Lock I could keep Tyler. going. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Did you think? Of, <laughs> was there another campaign? I don't. Yeah, there's Mac Daddy Mamia Mac. <laughs> I do remember that one. Uh-huh. I do remember that one. That was. Are the return one. in the Macadamia? There was. <laughs> that was that. I mean that anytime I hear the return of the Mac song, I'm always expecting him to go Adamia afterwards. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, that was, that was a very successful campaign. So Tyler uh-huh. obviously wants to jump on oh, that. I have more. To, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Did you think of another one or, or um, I, I can't think of any more. Yeah. Well, there was that, there was a one that Paul Simon did where he's, you can call me almond. <laughs> almond all, sales. Yeah, Almond sales went through the roof afterwards. Yeah, like, that's all I could, can remember. You couldn't keep them in stores after Paul right. Simon did. You can call me Almond. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't keep almonds in store. Almonds in store. It was a fantastic campaign. Yeah. Uh, so Tyler wants a piece of that. He wants a piece of that action. So mm-hmm. uh, he's sitting there, but he's sad because Angel won't do it. And Matlock is strumming his banjo because that's how he. Uh, that's his thinking. Yeah, you know, he, and he can't. He can't figure this case out. No, you know, no. and. Uh, He's going to need help. He's going to need help. And so we've got a couple other characters, you know, that we need, we should probably be looking at. So we've got this, we got Danny Blaster, who's of course super cool, unforgettable, biggest rock star. So cool. And then there's the other guy who seems kind of um, uh, upset, kinda down, upset and down on his luck, the sunny guy. Now 
he seemed to have a bone to pick with Lou because his album, as we said before, his album sales were not doing well. Mm -hmm. And he, he might've had a grudge or was angry at Lou about it. So Matlock's like, Hey, let's, let's check it out. Let's, let's, let's look in, let's look into this guy. So, um, he sent Charlene, right. He sent Charlene over to the hotel to check out, uh, the sunny person's room. And so, uh, she sneaks, would you say that's a fairly easy thing to do is into sneak into somebody, especially a rock stars room? Uh, because she does it pretty easy. If I recall. Well, Charlene is, you know, uh, a very trustworthy person. I mean, she's just the sort of person that you see and you go, Oh, sure. You couldn't possibly up, be up to anything. Right. Uh, right. That, you know, causing any trouble. Right. And I, I believe she asked for her bed to be turned out very reasonable thing to ask is that uh, just untucking the bed yeah i think so but i think you need a professional to do it so if you find a maid anytime you're at a hotel if you find the maid ask her to um un to turn to, uh, to turn out her your bed okay and i did go, not know that this was a service this they is, provided this is something they do they will untuck the sheets from under okay. your mattress i am calling next time i'm in the because hotel because Joe, we've all been at those hotels where their their sheets are tucked so tightly underneath. That's true. And so, what this service provides is, it's they just pull them out, but they pull them. They have a very special way of doing it, and mm-hmm. so you have to ask the maid to do it. I also usually ask the maid to <laughs> take some of the clothes out of my suitcase and put them <laughs> into the drawers for me. And maybe if they did not mind, mm-hmm. could they go? and move my car to a different parking spot. This mm. is what you want to be able to see it out the I window when you it. sleep. I want to look out the window and see my yeah. car to make sure nobody's trying to get to my change. No one's trying to steal my tapes. And so mm. uh, I like to see it from the window. This is things that maids are readily available to do. And this is what they're here to do. So mm. please, anytime you see a maid, ask her to do whatever. Cause that is what she's there for. Mm. So like you said, Charlene asks the maid to open the door to her quote unquote room so she right. can, and it's not her room. It's no. not her room. It's, it's Sonny's room. And so uh, Charlene tricks the maid. She gets inside. She starts like looking in the closets and, the, and you know, in, in the coat pockets and things like that in drawers. Um, and then she finds like a receipt or something and mm-hmm. she seems very excited by it. So she, she pockets it, but then right then Sonny comes, the guy comes back. Yeah. Not good. Not good. So Charlene, you know, she's, run, she's hiding. She's run, looking around the room trying to hide. And I don't know if you've ever tried to hide in a hotel room. Oh yeah. But <laughs> it's not the easiest thing to do. The closets are small, especially if you've no. got stuff already in. I've tried to hide in that, uh, where the, the rooms are joined by two doors, <laughs> the two doors. I've yeah. tried to hide in that section in between those two doors, but it's very small. Right. Uh, the beds are usually not, hide under appropriate they're either very low to the ground or they're on some sort of box frame Mm -hmm. of some kind where you cannot get inside of it um those chairs are never big enough to hide behind no (laughs) the chairs nobody uses but to put your clothes on (laughs) (laughs) and so uh charlene ducks out this this but i mean he's a rock star so he's got a balcony in his Mm -hmm. hotel room Mm -hmm. uh she ducks out hides on the balcony in like the corner of the balcony um not a lot of places you can go, like I said. Uh, but Sonny figures her at that. I mean, he goes out and he sees right. her right away. It's like, what are yeah. you doing? Um, you're this is you're not supposed to be here. This is illegal. 
and it is actually like i don't know think the lawyers yeah i don't i don't think this is good i don't think it's good so <laughs> yeah. charlene's in a real pickle and so probably in her mind it's like do i just get caught and possibly arrested mm-hmm. she may have been thinking can i make this jump if i jump jump right. off the balcony right like, is this this is something I could do as we've all done when we look off balconies. Or oh yeah. You know, you're planning on where you're going to land. Like, mm-hmm. like if I, if I hop on that car, it'll be all right. Or like, I might be able to make that pool, you know? So, uh, so this is probably all going through Charlene's head when who should come in to save the day, but Tyler. Yeah. Tyler really big time hero in this situation saved Matlock's daughter he knocks on the door in a room service uniform with a table um, asking if anybody ordered some lobster. Classic. The classic lobster. Did anybody order this lobster bit? And this is the thing, Joe. That is not, he did not steal anything from the hotel to do no. this. No. Tyler keeps so many, he keeps costumes. Like you, mm-hmm. you keep a lot of costumes in your car. I too. do. You're not a private investigator, though, but Tyler is. Well, Tyler needs to yeah. be prepared for any situation like this. So he had a waiter and uh, the tray, you know, Dolly, all, all that ready to go. You have all these things in your car, but I'm never quite sure why. Okay, so it's it goes back. It's long story. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, the reason I keep so many different costumes in my car is because uh, I'm part of a very immersive therapy uh, for the things that have happened to me in my life. And it's about becoming different people. Um, and sometimes if I'm having a difficult situation, I'm not quite sure how to figure it out and how to reason it. I put on these different costumes in my car. And then I think, what would this person do in this scenario? Right. Um uh, so they're usually pretty occupation related, mm-hmm. like a police officer. I would say I would arrest right. that person or right. it doesn't really work because it usually centers around what my occupation is. But then as soon as I take the costume off, I realize, well, I can't do that because I'm not, you're not that, that occupation. Right. Right. But it makes you feel better for a moment. Like it does. I feel like, I feel like the power that you would get, say somebody, say somebody took the last urinal in the restroom. And so you had to wait. And so you're frustrated, you're frustrated, and then you go to the car and you put on a, pl- a plumber's outfit. <laughs> That's right. And then you feel like you're in charge because I'm the plumber. I am the king of the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm going to so put in a u- new urinal I'm just for me. A new urinal. Just, this is Joe's urinal. This is yeah. only for Joe. No one else right. can use this but Joe. And so you psych yourself up. And uh-huh. you know what? Yes, you do have that kind of letdown when you take the costume off. But for the well, moment... You've talked and, yourself down. And the really nice thing is in the interim, uh, I've peed myself, uh, but I've got a nice change of clothes in the car. So it all works Ready out. To go. So in the plumber scenario, you go home as the plumber <laughs> yeah. and then maybe live for a couple hours as the plumber at home where you come home and you're like, I'm a plumber now. And so yeah. um, until you realize that you're, you're still wearing the costume, mm-hmm. uh, it's great. I'm happy for you in your journey. I feel like... I feel like it's it's made you a better person. It certainly has. Uh, it's you've taught me a lot about the occupations that of the things you're wearing. Um, I don't know how true some of the things are, but I think they're the things mm-hmm. that you think that occupation is. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about fire, like you, when you're very stressed out, you put on the fireman costume because that's a very yeah. stressful job. It is. And so, but then you you tell me things about firefighters that I don't know are necessarily true. 
Um, okay. You talk about you talk. I don't know that every firehouse has a Dalmatian, but you are yes, always talking do. about. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think Crappy. that's a thing. He's he's not real though. He's he's imaginary. I don't know that there's a real Dalmatian named Pappy. Well, where am I get where am I getting this? And you know, I I feel like okay, is this really about that or is this about that medical advice I gave you? See, that's the thing. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm. I think it makes you feel better, but it sometimes it, it confuses me a lot of the time because then I go home and be and I'm, I have to Google things like. Do do carpenters can carpenters eat nails? Because you told me that carpenters eat nails, and I don't know that that's real. Well, it is. You know, I the, what is real? You know, Tony. That's wow. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. What is real? And you know what is very real is the trouble that Charlene was in until Tyler busted in as a waiter and basically distracted sunny enough to where Charlene could just run out. And so nothing really ever comes of it. Charlene escapes with the little piece of paper she found, but thankfully Tyler was there to, to pretend to be a, a, a waiter. I think he had his own plan to come in as a waiter to steal evidence. So like they both kind of had the same idea, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, so it all worked out and it works they, out. I'm, they got a crucial piece of evidence, crucial piece of evidence. So now they get to go back to court with this new evidence Mm-hmm. Matlock has Charlene get Angel a new dress because the, the outfits I think are distracting and they're distracting mm-hmm. her and we need her focused. And I'm a crotchety old man who does not like how young people dress. Right. So he has Charlene get her a dress. So yeah, from I think maybe the 17th century. This dress. Absolutely. This yeah. was definitely a, a dress that women wore when their husbands and brothers went to fight against the North. Yes. So they, um, so this is the type of clothes they wore for that. Charlene has one in her closet. Mm-hmm. She brings it to Angel, makes Angel put it on. And of course, Angel doesn't like it. She's like, are you no. kidding? But, uh, this is not screen. Par- this is not a party dress. You know what yeah, I mean? So exactly. Angel, yeah. again, is just crawling out of her skin because this is not a party thing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, whereas before when she was walking in the courtroom earlier, you know, the other rock stars and stuff were like, woo, yeah. Like now they're right. just like, ugh, gross. <laughs> like, <something> yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> it was all so. about your clothes and not you. <laughs> right. You know, it's all good friends. That's are. what you find out about these party people. Right. You know, they're not right. really, they're not your right. real friends. No, you they're know? not. They're not. They're just, they're just there to party. They're not there to um, get to know you. So, so Matlock gets Danny Blaster on the stand. Oh, Danny Blaster. In fact, they, his legal name because when they call him to the stand they say well well Dan- daniel blaster please come <laughs> right. to the stand yeah um Which is uh, great right uh it, it is blaster is his last name um, <laughs> so it all worked out it all worked yeah. out that he was able to become a rock star matlock's uh questioning him pretty pretty hard there he says he has an alibi he says oh i was hanging out with uh my or moto men uh so i could not have possibly done it and all matlock has to do to discredit uh his alibi is he asks his his moto men are there he asks them to all stand up and say their names right he um he discredits them by making them he says that your alibi is horseshit because yeah. and oh, not because they have a name like tank or bone 
or uh you know rattlesnake or death death man <laughs> so they have silly names and so matlock uses that to his advantage to make daniel blaster danny blaster mm-hmm. uh seem like he can't be trusted in that he very well may have committed the murder right. um i took a little offense to that because my chiropractor's name is dr death and so <laughs> I was like, well, you can be, you you can have a name like that and be uh, credible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and be legitimate, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can have a name like, like bone star and bone star <laughs> could be your name and you could be a world-class accountant. Your name's just bone star. You know what right. I mean? Like, exactly. I, 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 I see what Matlock was trying to do, mm-hmm. but like some of my best friends, our name pickaxe. So right. I don't really, I don't really understand it. So yeah, I think it was an oversight by Matlock, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the jury seemed to favor with his demonstration. So absolutely. Now he gets, uh, now, now he gets Sonny Hutton on the stand. <sighs> this guy. Now, Sonny again, remember was the, the musician whose career was not going so well. And him and Lou were having many disagreements about how his career was going and how his album was selling. So again, another person of interest for Matlock. So Sonny initially had an alibi in that he said that he was not in town. He could not have committed the murder because he did not come into town until the morning after the murder. Um, Matlock is kind of questioning him on that. He's kind of really holding them to that. Um, are you sure? You know, you're saying you came in at this time. You're, are you sure? And Sonny's like, yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a freaking rock star, dude. I know what time I come in on airplanes. Right. And so Matlock's like, are you sure? Because we found this ticket. Now, again, he doesn't really bring up how they got the ticket. No. <laughs> but uh, the ticket that Charlene stole from Sonny's room was like a like a parking ticket, like uh, a a garage ticket yes <laughs> not a parking ticket a parking you know ticket. it's it's not very clear what it is but it's not it, it's, a, it's a piece of paper <laughs> it is a smoking gun is the what boom. it is whatever that meant in the 80s yep. what that what that piece yep. of paper was yep. it basically means <laughs> that he was in atlanta he was in atlanta he was he what he did was i'm gonna try <laughs> try to reason this out <laughs> i'm not gonna try to reason this out Basically, the piece of paper proves that he could not have been on an, that he could. The piece of paper proves he was in town at the mm-hmm. time of the murder. Matlock right. has him. He's holding him to it. Um, Matlock says, I'll even do you one better. Where I found their car parked, I also found the master for your new album in the trunk. And Sonny's like, no way. That doesn't, that's, that's in an entirely different place. You can't possibly have that. Right. And Matlock's like, uh, and has Tyler bring out, bring out, Again, you have a large music collection, Joe. Mm-hmm. What type of, of tape player would you say this was? Oh, that is a uh, Spencer Rollins reel-to-reel uh, issued. Is the, yeah. Is that the K7 model or is that the K9? Uh, K9 Bark Bark, baby. That Ooh. is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big one. It's a big mm-hmm. 80s uh, full master reel-to-reel tape deck. Um, he busts it out. He puts it on the on the table. He's like, mm-hmm. "You're sure you're you're gonna tell like if I play this tape, this isn't gonna be your tape because you say your tape is is somewhere else." And, and like, none of this really proves that Sonny is 
a murderer it just no. proves that he's a liar right exactly but that's like matlock's second favorite thing to yes. do <laughs> is to prove liars his first favorite save people from yeah. uh from from going to jail second favorite thing prove people to be liars <laughs> yeah so um he he's like you sure if i don't press if i press this button mm-hmm. finally Sonny's like stop don't you know yeah. and so he's basically fessed up that like you like joe said he was in town at the time of the yeah run. and he's been lying this whole time mm-hmm. and he just looks really bad he looks, looks like he's implicated somehow in this murder absolutely it is what matlock has done is basically bluffed his way to give doubt to the mm-hmm. fact that angel could have done this crime mm-hmm. and so uh it's enough because guess who else comes to angel's rescue <sighs> the jury, the jury. Ugh, these slugs uh, well i guess that Ooh. it's all Ooh. not guilty or okay. <laughs> the evidence <sighs> we find the defendant <sighs> out of breath because they're so it, stupid and lazy and, and yeah, just don't even know how to I, breathe they don't even know how to breathe without someone telling them how to do I'm it. sorry so it, it, explain this it, try to just it, I'm sorry can you I'm sorry can you explain this to me so everyone in that room has a, a college degree in law but the people who are asking um like what happened they're um idiots oh I'm sorry um I'm supposed to know more than the person who went to law school for 20 years. Um, hmm, hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I can make a oh, judgment on the case. Our justice system works so well in this oh, country. Oh, it just works so well, doesn't it? <laughs> so these idiots stand up and say, we find the angel not guilty. Mm. Like, of course you do. Yeah, a idiot, a absolute a piece of slime on the street would be able to listen to the facts that Matlock has carefully presented and laid out for them and come to that conclusion. I am so sick of juries ruining this country. <laughs> well, we, we got to do something about this, but <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Uh, but they find her, they find her not guilty. And so right. Angel's like, woo, guess what it is? party time it's uh-huh. time to go right back to partying yeah. and just gonna party for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and not did like, not learn their consequences about no, blacking no. out and right, waking exactly. up to basically dead body. what what do you think they don't really show in the show because this is a family show so we don't really we talk about partying but they don't ever really show hard partying um just i mean you know in your head like what is Angel's like drink of choice when she goes to the clubs? Like, is she just like a rock star, straight whiskey out of the bottle kind mm. of girl? Is she like a margarita? I don't really know. Um, because I know I am, I don't, I like the, I like mixed drinks, I just don't like the alcohol. So I usually like all the, all the, the syrups and stuff, um, mixed, but just no alcohol for me. I just like the very sweet drinks, you know. Oh, yeah, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like. Yeah, I like things that are really a lot of citrus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of acidity in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it makes my, it makes your stomach feel so good. Yeah, I just say, hey, whiskey sour, hold the whiskey. Hold the whiskey. Um, I I like just a shot of grenadine, a shot of just ooh, yeah, yeah. It's real smooth and syrupy. Yeah, right down. That's that's really good to me. Like so, yeah, Angel 
you know, high five, basically high fives Matt Locks and like I'm I'm back I'm heading back mm-hmm. to the club. You know, her and Danny Blaster, you know, they they get their boys together and they they go back to the club. Um, and so Matlock again, job well done, case closed. Right. He is, you know, saved uh this poor girl from basically I mean, if you think about it, Joe, in a way, he probably saved her from a life of normalcy. You know Ugh, what I mean? Like, yeah, figure you get locked up in 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 the big house. Right. There's no partying in the big house, which means that she probably would have had to focus up, start mm-hmm. communicating to people, um, yep. talking about things that are not party related. Right. Um, she probably they do school in in mm-hmm. in jails. She probably she probably could have got an education. She probably could have you know a, a trade. Yeah, some it kind. could have been a total disaster. <laughs> and. So we're we're glad that that didn't happen to her. Thank thank God that she could live the rest of her life partying and and going to parties and doing parties and all the parties and right. that's that's what that's we she gets to live her dream and that's yeah. that's all that's what we all dream about and, right you know thank you Matlock we salute you for uh you know solving keeping this the, keeping the party going you know keeping the party going you know he plays a part in it whether he likes it or not. And we close out the episode with Tyler finding a solution to his two tons of pecans, which is buying uh, frozen pie crust. Frozen Um, pie crust. Yeah, a lot of frozen pie crust. So obviously, you know, Tyler once again proves his business acumen. He's a great detective and he's a great businessman. Mm -hmm. Basically turned uh, lemons into lemonade, turned pecans into pecan pie. Yep. (laughs) The Mm, old saying. I would love to just have a... (laughs) Slice of pecan pie right now. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh. I do you have a recipe for pecan pie? Because oh, I think... you know I have a recipe for oh, pecan pie. Oh my goodness. Are you you're wearing a baker's outfit now? Like if you, if you that's right. I quickly changed into my baker character. Oh my goodness, you're some sort of my pie therapy man. is working. That's fantastic. I mean Joe, I mean well, I w- Joe's therapy is working. <laughs> I, I I was wondering if you could maybe whip up a pecan pie for us. Oh, for sure. So yeah, um, you want to start with some pecans? I actually do not have any pecans at the. Oh moment, well, so. that's gonna be a big problem. <laughs> well, I tell you what. After the show, how about we go to the uh, grocery store and pick up some pecans, and oh, you can no, put no, on no, your no maybe... no no. <laughs> Gotta go to the farmer's market in the morning. <laughs> Gotta go farmer's market four a.m. It's so early though. It's so early. That's when you get the best pecans. <laughs> when they're just waking up. <laughs> yeah. You know, gotta surprise them. Wow. That's I'm learning so much about pecans. You get the real perky ones in the morning. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to try to have this pie. It's gonna be so good. <clears throat> well, anyways, Tony. Uh, so, oh, hey, Joe. Oh, Joe, you're yeah, back. So. I'm back. So like we do on every episode of Unlocking Matlock, uh, we have our Don Knotts watch. So, Tony, was Don Knotts in this episode? N- nope. Okay, there we have it. Don Great. Knotts watch. No Don Knotts in this episode. We hope he'll He'd, be there soon. He probably would have loved this because he loved he loved to party too. He loved Don Knotts That's, loved to party. That is true. Late uh, period threes company Don Knotts mm-hmm. always party. Always That's party. right. 
out a lot out mm-hmm. at the, we mentioned it before but studio 54 the regal beagle <laughs> pretty big in that new york scene san francisco scene <laughs> he was him and he setting. Would, yeah he was at 54 with warhol and mm-hmm. with uh, uh bowie and that's right uh, Liza Minnelli and mm-hmm. all of them having a great time. We don't see a lot of pictures of Don Knotts because he had really good PR teams even back then. So that's right. Um, yeah, but kept, uh, kept him out of the papers. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But us, us Matlock heads know we know the real yeah. truth that that uh, that he was huge in that scene. Well, uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, listening to the show tonight. Mm-hmm. To uh, right now wherever whatever time of day it was when you listen to this yeah uh because you could listen to this anytime you don't have to uh it could be day or night so i hope you're doing that i hope you're listening both day and night right you know give right. it a give it a second listen to really because you know i think a show that's about picking something apart you should pick pick that apart absolutely, absolutely. um and you where's know the, please where's the podcast about our podcast exactly so yeah please rate it and share and mm-hmm. you know leave your comments about yeah you know what you would do differently and we, we will we will reply to your comment and absolutely. make you look like a fool absolutely um, <laughs> destroy you immediately and i will um, do, go right for your grammar take it take it right down take it right down and if you are having a party um you know instead of playing some uh techno uns uns music why don't mm-hmm. you throw on our podcast and play it for all uh yeah. your friends this has been Unlocking Matlock. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye.